Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. Hallelujah. How was everyone today? Blessed, 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 I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I just came on to give this message. I just gotta, I just gotta, I gotta give this message. Hallelujah. <laughs> I got to get this message. Y'all got to get ready. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your son, Jesus, your son, Yeshua. We thank you, Father, for your goodness unto us. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the great love that you have for us, God. Your, 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 your overwhelming love, God. Your, your overwhelming love. Your love is so great. It is overwhelmingly good to us, God. Hallelujah. And it causes us to respond to you in such a fashion, God, that we want to give you our hearts, God that we want to do more for you, God, that we want to do better, God. We want to be better, God. We want to please you, God. This is the effect of your love upon us, God. We love you so much, God. And I just pray, God, for boldness for my brothers and sisters. Boldness in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Boldness in Jesus' name. Boldness in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for the grace to deliver this message and that you would give my brothers and sisters faith to hear what thus saith the Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Okay, so this message is entitled, Shots Fired, Draw the Line, right? Shots Fired, Draw the Line. So when I was in the Navy, you know, all, all the military branches in America, I don't know how it is in other countries, but in America, you know, we, we kind of all bust on each other. By bust on each other, I mean... You know, we we poke fun at each other. We crack jokes on them, right? You know, I'm a Navy guy. So like an Army guy might say I'm a bubblehead because I was a submariner, right? Or I might call him a grunt. Or if somebody's in the Air Force, we're like, dude, you got a nine to five. You're not even in the military. You, you, you're pushing paper. What you talking about, right? We all crack jokes on each other, right? And so from time to time, we would just say, shots fired. You know, it's like, shots fired, like across the bow. Somebody, you know, they, 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 they shooting at you. They busting on you. But in, in a real wartime situation, right, there really are shots fired, right, across the bow, right? In other words, somebody was shooting at you, they missed, right? They missed, but shots were fired, right? So it's like, hey, playtime is over, right? Shots were just fired. Uh, it's, it, it ain't playtime anymore, right? So we have to understand, right? Shots have been fired. This is a war. And I see far too many Christians, people that's calling themselves Christians. They're not taking it seriously yet. They're just not. And, you know, the scripture talks about how the God of this world with a little G, which is Satan, how the God of this world has blinded people. You know, and one of the things that the devil has done extremely successfully well is to get people to believe that he doesn't exist. Hey, that, you know. It's like a cloak of invisibility. I mean, if you don't believe that the devil is real and that, you know, his armies are real and that they're influencing things in the world around you in this physical world. Right. Then to you, they don't exist. It's, it's you know, you don't attribute the real root cause of the reason. And thus you can't stop it. You can't override it. Even with the power that Christ gave you, which many Christians don't even believe that Christ really gave them, even though he said it right there in the Bible. Right. And so many Christians are afraid to even look at that 
people will say, oh, you're being spooky or you're, you know, it, it don't take all this and that. But the thing is, what they never stop to ask themselves is, well, did Jesus talk about that stuff? See, if Jesus talked about it quite frequently, then you need to check yourself. OK, your doctrine is off. Your mindset is not focused on the Lord. You say, in other words, you're saying some stuff that's contrary to what Jesus Christ himself said. And you got to check yourself. I don't care what church you went to. I don't care. You know, you was brought up and raised for this many years to think a certain way. Listen, listen, I'll say it one more time. Listen, OK, if you are saying something that is contrary to the Bible, you are off track because Jesus is the truth. So if Jesus is is the truth, which he is. Then, and he cannot lie, then obviously you saying something that's contrary to what he said, you're a liar and you're calling him a liar. Strong words, shots fired, I know. But guess what, right? That's strong medicine. That, that, that balm right there, that will help you heal. That will help you to line up. It's a rebuke, right? That, that rebuke and that exhortation will help you shake it off. Like in the movie, sometimes, you know, you see in the movie, some, you know, someone's being hysterical. Many times it will be a woman because, you know, Hollywood's trying to make women seem like they was all weak and whatnot. And sometimes, you know, it, it would be men in the movies. Someone's hysterical and they would just slap them in the face. Psh, get a hold of yourself, you know, Blakely. For heaven's sake, get a hold of yourself, man. Right. They slap him in the face and it's like, <gasps> you know, they kind of come to themselves. So that's really what a rebuke does. Right. It doesn't have to be, you know, somebody's all mad and angry and whatnot. It got nothing to do with that, right? But a rebuke comes to kind of startle you. It's it's almost like a nice little brisk, uh, a spiritual slap in the face, right? <laughs> Some of y'all's like, man, what is this dude talking about? But really, that's what it comes. It comes to kind of wake you up and be like, oh, oh, I was looking at this wrong. You know, because the devil, he's real good at deceiving people and mesmerizing people and all types of stuff. So you need a rebuke to be like, oh, snap, I didn't even realize like I was about to walk off that cliff. Oh, thank you. Right. Thank you. So shots fired. Right. Draw the line. So what's the part about the draw the line? See, what the devil does is the devil's not stupid. I keep saying this. Right. And he's real slick, but he's also very bold. Right. And by devil, I'm not I'm not just talking about Satan. I mean, his whole his whole army, his whole his whole army. Right. See, they move. They move in silence. Right. They move in invisibility. You can't see them. So they doing stuff to you that you can't see. Now, if you're someone that's mature spiritually and you've been trained, you know, trained, you believe what the Bible says and you don't believe what. These lies that some people have said, well, the Bible is a white man's doctrine, right? Oh, the Bible is, you know, it's been changed by men over the years. So therefore, I can't trust the, ver the veracity or the, the truth and the accurateness of the Bible. It it's not really true. I can't really believe what the Bible says. See, these are things that the devil said. Why? To trip you up. I'm telling you, all he keep doing the same thing. It's the okie doke all over again, but in different ways. He's tripping you up. He's giving you something that your mind wants. It, it, it makes sense to your mind instead of you just trusting what the word of God says. You think that God can't protect his word? You think that God, who is all powerful and spoke everything into existence, can't protect his word? See, if the devil, see, check this out. 
if the devil had his way, he would have destroyed the word of God a long time ago. Don't you understand that? There would not be a Bible on the planet right now. But he can't do that. He can't stomp out the word. He can't, he, he can't silence God's voice. That's really what he wants. He wants to silence God's voice, which keeps reverberating to him that he is cursed, that he is doomed. You know that at some point, him and all his cronies, they are all going to burn right in hell. He doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to hear the word of God. He wants to silence your God's voice, which he can't do. But at least he can silence your voice. At least he can get you to... It's the narrative. I keep telling you this, right? Satan brings an alternative narrative. All he's got to do is just plant a seed. Yeah, you know, Christianity is a white man's religion, right? And then, you know, and then all of the racism is fueled up and whatnot. And then, you know, people of color might be like, yeah, I can't go to Christianity. Yeah, you know why? Because that's a white man's religion. What? Don't you, you know, Jesus had blonde hair and blue eyes. What are you talking about? Google, Google people from Israel, right? Google, now gr granted, you know, anybody can have blue eyes or whatnot, but the average person in Israel is not some blonde haired white human, right? And just because in the past, some white people have done that and painted Jesus with blonde hair and blue eyes, man, that ain't got nothing to do with the truth of who Jesus is and where he came from and what the Bible is, you, I just got to say this boldness, right? You cannot continue to be ignorant for those of you that are like, you know, Christianity is this and God is that. And see, I know that this podcast is for mature Christians, but I know that there are people listening that are not, they don't have that level of maturity yet. They just think they do, right? And so they're walking in such a way they have much less power than they realize because they believe some of these, some of this narrative that has come from the devil. So again, shots fired, draw the line. So when we say draw the line, it's like, look, you know, back in the day, there was this thing where it's like, you know what? I dare you, right? You know, you feeling froggy jump. I dare you, right? You draw this line. You, you know, you, the line is drawn. Like, don't step over this line. If you step over this line, I'm going to jack you up, right? So it's like, you know what? The devil has already drawn the line, Right? He's already drawn the line in the sand, so to speak. But what he does, as I was saying, is he's not stupid. He's very smart and he does things in a slick way, but in a very bold way. Right. So he gets society to believe one thing. Right. Because, you know, peer pressure. So he'll get people to circulate particular narratives. Right. About whatever, about whatever it is. It could be homosexuality, you know, you know, tolerating this and, you know, it's cloaked under DEI. A lot of it is cloaked under DEI. Diversity. Uh, my goodness, <laughs> this is my I just, I'm doing a talk on diversity, but uh, diversity, I think it's embracing and inclusion. Right. But anyway, forgive me for you DEI people, but he cloaks it and stuff. So then it's a popular belief you know it's a popular belief so popular that people they don't even really they don't think about what they're saying they just say it because everybody else is saying it 
Thus, it must be true. Thus, they say it. But really, why? Because they don't want to look stupid. They don't want to be the odd man out. They don't want to be the one that's going, you know, upstream against what everybody else is saying. And they fall in line. And so they expect you to fall in line. And so for someone that says they're a Christian, but they're not really a Christian, then you'll find what happens is their voice will be silenced on certain matters. Right. They're silenced because they don't want they don't. Number one, they don't have the boldness from Holy Spirit uh, to say these things, to just say it like you read in the Bible, how the apostles, they just said stuff. Right. They didn't allow popular sentiment to shackle them. So they were silenced. See, that's what the devil wants to do. He He's drawn the line. Shots fired. Right. Draw the line. The line's been drawn. Now it's time to boldly cross that line and not allow yourselves any longer. Christian, brother, sister, do not allow yourself any longer to be shackled by peer pressure and the fear of man. You know, the Bible says that the fear of man bringeth a snare. You know that, right? If you don't know that, go ahead and Google it, please. I'm not even going to pull that one up for y'all. As I used to tell my kids, they, they, there was something that got wrong and they would just ask me or their mom the questions. I would I would usually tell them no freebies. To this day, if you ask my daughter, Kyle, she know. I'd be like, uh, uh, no freebies. You can look that up yourself. And every now and then I'll say something. She'd be like, a freebie, right? Because <laughs> it's so rare she gets a freebie, right? No freebies today. Y'all look that up. Look it up, okay? So... You have to be bold. You can't allow peer pressure to enslave you because the fear of man bringeth a snare. Oh, I, I don't want to speak on this subject. Right. I, I, you know, they might think I'm look, they might think I'm crazy. Oh, they might start talking about me saying I'm a holy roller. You know, I, 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 I'm just not going to say nothing. You know, I'll go quiet. Don't you know that there are opportunities? The Lord gives you opportunities. We have opportunities to speak or to not speak. And, and many times it'll be a situation where it will be an awkward situation. It'll be awkward. You know, it'll be awkward. For, for, so, for example, one of my clients is um, BYU, you know, which is a very Brigham Young University, which is a very large Mormon university. They also have a university in Hawaii. God has given me amazing favor with these people. I mean, just amazing favor. Right. So. I remember one of the guys, I'm not going to say his name on here, but one of the guys that I'm very close with over there, you know, we would call, you know, brother this and brother that and whatnot. And I'd listen to what they say. See, the Mormons, most of the Mormons believe that they are Christians. They believe that they're, they're the same as Christians, right? Because it's the latter day saints of Jesus Christ, but they don't really know their doctrine and, and they don't really know Christian doctrine. They don't know. They just know what they've been told. Right. And so they believe they're the same. So one day he he said, you know, I would listen to him talk, talk about what their prophets say and their prophecies and this and that. And I would just be like, OK, OK. But I didn't want to make waves. This is me. Right. I didn't want to make waves. I'm like, mm, God has given me amazing favor. I don't want to lose this customer. I'm just being real. I'm keeping it real. Man, I don't want to lose these sales. Right. <laughs> But I started being convicted. I started being convicted. And I was like, oh, Lord, you know, I got some some uh, study material on different religions. Right. 
And the more I study, then I see like how it's just so vastly different. Like, honestly, look, if you're in America, or not, you could go into like borders or even if you don't want to spend money, which was it, I think I spent less than maybe like three dollars on these pamphlets. They're little fold out pamphlets. They explain very in detail about all of these different religions and what they believe and how it's, it's scripturally just vastly different from Christianity. If you don't have the money to do that or you don't have something like a bookstore like that, you know, you could just Google it. You can just Google it. But the thing is, if you're if you're not if you don't care enough to even Google it, if you don't care enough to even find out, like, really, what is the difference between, you know, Mormonism and Christianity or Catholicism and Christianity or Islam and Christianity? Right. You you have to look. You you, you have to look. You, you just can't be ignorant any longer. Right. So I, I looked, I studied, and some of the stuff I knew, and then some of the stuff I just did not know. But long, the long and the short of the story is I went back on another day, and I had told the Lord, it's like, you know what? I'm going to talk to him. The next time I'm there, I'm going to talk to him. And sure enough, we got over there, started talking. I did just want to pounce on the dude. I mean, we took care of business. We had pleasantries and whatnot. And then he started talking about, you know, their prophets and their prophecies and you know, brother and this and that. And I, I just could, it just irritated me, honestly, in my spirit. So my, I just couldn't take it. And I said, you know what, bro? Listen, listen, we are not the same. I said, Mormons and Christians, they're not the same. Don't you, don't you know that? We're, I said, you guys are not the same as us. So I, I care about you. I love you. I care about you. But I just got to tell you, like, Mormons and Christians are not the same. We believe, you guys believe something totally different than us. What you believe is Jesus it's totally different from the real Jesus, totally different from Christianity's Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible. And I just saw his face just drop. It, he just dropped. He was just, it just cut him. And he was just, he took it personal and he looked real sad. And he was just like, okay, okay, Mike. Okay, well, you know, have a good day. I'll talk to you later. You know, there was no, no like, hey, why, why are you saying this? He just took it personally. And that was that. So have I talked to him since then? Um, on maybe a few occasions, but the relationship is different, right? See, you just can't be afraid. You have to be bold. You have to be bold because we're the salt of the earth, right? We're the light. You can't hide your light under 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 something, so to speak, right? You can't hide it. You have to be bold. Well, if the world doesn't know, well, how are they going to know? Because what they heard about Jesus that's been circulated is what? It's the devil's narrative about who God is, about who Jesus is, about this ridiculous nonsense of him being the, the, the person that enlightened humanity with technology and, and whatnot and how God got mad at him for just doing what was good and right to people and banished him from heaven. Some nonsense like that. We have the truth. They're bold enough to just say their lies and the things that they believe and whatever. Be bold. Say it. We have no control over whether they believe or not. And don't you know, that's not even our responsibility. It's not your job to make people believe in Christ. If you think that it is, just stop. That's not your job. The Holy Spirit comes to convict men of sin. The Holy Spirit, that's his job. You can't fit Holy Spirit shoes. You can't fit his shoes. <laughs> it's not your job to convince people. You cannot. 
right? You can plant a seed or you can water a seed. And scripturally speaking, the person that plants the seed and the person that waters the seed in the big scheme of things, and they're not so very important. But it's God who makes the plant grow, right? So all you got to do is just be bold. Say it. Talk about Jesus. Talk about what you know about that particular group. And, and a great way to start is, hey, did you know? Did you know that Christianity and Mormonism are two totally different things? Did you know that the Jesus that you believe in is, is a spiritual brother to Lucifer? Did you know that that is totally not Christian? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. You may not have the chance to have some big old huge conversation about it, but what did you do? You were bold and you planted the seed. That's it. That's it. Bye-bye. You planted the seed. You may not see them again. They may get mad at you or whatever. I don't know. That ain't on you. That's between them and God. And if you don't say it, then that's between you and God. Say, say what needs to be said. Okay. I cannot be more emphatic. Don't allow yourself to be bound up any longer by social protocol. Well, I don't want to say this and I don't want to say that. And they're going to think this. The devil is counting on that. He's counting on that. Right. He's empowered all his slaves around the world to say certain things. Why? Again, he already has them. So why is he having them do that? Because the attack is on you, Christian. There's so many things that go on in the world, right? And people would say, well, I'm not that important in the scheme of things. Like, you know, I'm nobody. Like, the devil wouldn't do all that stuff. Yeah, he, you have to understand this, right? The devil knows who God's people are. It, it, the world is a very dark place in the spirit, a very dark place. God's people are very bright because we have his light. If you could see in the spirit, you'd see it. Trust me, the demons can see it, okay? They know who God's people are. They know. And the devil already understands, look, how many disciples did it take for Jesus to turn the whole world upside down for Christianity? What? He, 12, 12 people? What can Jesus Christ do with someone that is totally sold out, totally committed to him, totally submitted to him? It's like, you know what, Lord, I'm with you all the way. This is what you said. It's true. I don't understand exactly how that's true yet, but I'm going to push the I believe button. Why? Because, Lord, I know you're God. I know you cannot lie. And I believe the Bible, that the Bible is the word of God. So for many of you listening, you believe the devil's narrative, which is just merely meant to weaken you. See, if you don't believe that the Bible is the word of God, even though it has been scientifically proven that the prophecies that have come in, all, not every single one is, has, has come true yet because some of these are for certain times. But everyone that was supposed to come true up until this time, it has come true. And so scientifically, you know, when you look at the number, I, I, it's so many zeros to zeros and exponential and the zeros. It's like it must be true. It just has to be true, right? So even if you look at it from a scientific point of view, you have to stand on the word of God and you have to understand that the devil knows somebody that is sold out for Christ is a threat 
to his kingdom. What would just up do would just undo everything. Take somebody like Billy Graham. God used Billy Graham literally to minister to millions. Millions of people gave their lives to Jesus Christ. Millions? He's one man. Now, granted, he had a team of people that was working with him, right? And I'm not trying to leave them out or anything like that or say Billy Graham was more important. No, no, no. It's what he was called to do. They were called to support him in that role. That was their role. That was their job. It didn't mean that they were any less better than Billy Graham, right? Billy Graham was called to deliver the word of God with a powerful anointing. That was his job. It didn't mean he was any better than, you know, the people that were with him supporting him, but that was his job. And through Billy Graham, millions of people around the world repented of their sins and gave their lives. Do you think that the devil was happy about that? He lost all of those slaves. He lost them to Jesus. Every time he loses a slave to Jesus, guess what? That's an enemy. That's someone that is going to come and take his people. That is someone that's going to come and disrupt his narrative, right? That's someone who's going to come and take the wealth that he's stolen. No, Christian, that's mine. The wealth of the wicked is stored for the righteous. Now that's mine, right? The devil's not playing. So you have to understand he's he's put traps in place. You know, yesterday's message I talked about uh, the Womanchurian candidate, right? And how, you know, he's given these women, I mean, men too, but primarily the it was the women, right? These particular mindsets and how they dress in certain ways and, you know, do so provocative, right? So alluring, so this. Why? Not for the men of the world because they already belong to Satan's kingdom. The trap is for the Christian man, no matter where he is. That is for the Christian man. It is a war. There is a war. There is a war. I just got to say it one more time. There is a war that is going on. And if you want to hold on to the mindset that that's so, it's just too spiritual and no, that stuff's not really happening, even though the Bible clearly said it is, then okay, at some point, the Lord is going to deal with you, whether it's before you leave this earth or when you get to see him. But by you refusing to acknowledge the truth and the walk in that, there's people that God could have used you to help, right? God, God could have helped by using you. But because you refuse to acknowledge those things or, or you don't want to cross the line that the devil drew, because maybe it's like you you don't want to get attacked. You don't want to make the devil mad. Oh, you don't want to lose your sales. Like with me, I was like, well, I, this is a huge account, Lord. You gave me favor. I'm sorry. But you, I mean, that's to keep it real, right? But he convicted me, right? It wasn't no man's job to convince me. That's what Holy Spirit does. He convicted me of my sin. And I repented. I was like, wow, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I repent, you know? So anyway, that's what this message is really for. It's a hot comment. It's it's a, it's a hot message. I, I know, right? And maybe more and more as we get closer to the Lord coming back, these messages may get more and more fiery, right? Because this is meant to rally the troops of Jesus. That's what this is for. This is not for me. I'm just fine doing what I've been doing, right? I got loads of stuff to do, right? This is to rally God's people. 
especially the mature ones, because the mature ones are supposed to turn around and train up the baby Christians. But if the mature Christians doctrine is off, they're going to be training the baby Christians wrong. And, 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 in, and in warfare, guess what? If your aim is off, what good are you? Right. In warfare, you're only as good as your aim is. OK, there's the enemy. Shoot him from a distance. You have superior firepower. Shoot that joker down. Oops, I missed. I missed. I missed. I missed. Well, one of the times that you miss the enemy, guess what? He going to get you right between the eyes. Bow. Got you. Your aim needs to be accurate. It's not playtime. I keep saying this, right? It is no longer playtime. Now is not the time to be distracted. I'm going to start taking yoga. I'm going to start tapping. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to go and learn my truth. Man, now is not the time for that. Now is not the time for that, right? And if you're, and again, if you're doing any of that stuff, any of that stuff that came out of Eastern mysticism, I don't care who said it was good, man, please, I'm telling you, I'm asking you. I'm not going to beg you because I don't even have to beg the Lord, right? I am asking you, check yourself. I'm asking you to check yourself, right? Just because you want it so strongly doesn't mean that it's from the Lord. That's just something that you want. You have to ask yourself, hey, why am I fighting so hard to keep this thing in my life? Why am I fighting so hard to hold on to this? Could it be that I am in sin and my flesh wants this? Could it be that the devil, the demon that is behind this thing wants me to stay shackled? wants me to stay blindfolded, wants me to stay enslaved so it can continue to use me or at the very use hinder my walk in Christ. So the people that God God could have sent my way to help, guess what? Now he can't send them to you anymore because you're bound up and you have zero power until you repent. Okay? Playtime is over. Right? Shots have been fired. The shots was fired what? When the devil tried to take over our God's kingdom, right? Our father's kingdom, our Lord's kingdom. Shots fired. That's it. That Them's fighting words, okay? Them's fighting words. So no, I have no love. I have no joy. I have no affinity for Satan or the things of Satan. Don't play with him. I don't even watch TV. Now, I'm not saying TV is a sin, but you, uh, I hadn't planned on going here, but here we go. So, listen, you have to understand what the enemy is doing. He embeds things into the culture, right? And because it's culture, it makes it that much harder for someone to break away. So, going back to my uh, story about Mormons, right? God has had me witness to, I won't say several, but some Mormons over the years. But what makes it, it makes it extremely difficult to minister to some Mormons is that if they, you know, it's the community. So for example, BYU, the school is owned by Mormons. They own it. They live there. Everything is Mormon. It's a whole Mormon community. It's the culture. So to go against that, you're going against your very way of life, your entire way of life that, you, you know, since you were brought up, right? This is what the devil does. He embeds things into the culture, right? So that way you, 
You just won't fight against it. You won't say anything against it. Okay. So remember that that's how he does it. Okay. That's, that's what he does. That's how he does it. And you have to be, you have to remember how the devil moves. You have to remember that this entire society is built around Satan and it is built around his ideologies. Okay. It's not playtime. There's a real war going on and you have a part to play. You just can't be a pew sitting Christian anymore or, or even less than that. Okay. Remember how the devil operates. Society is built up and based around his lies. His lies to keep you in the dark and to keep you shackled. So you have no power. Right. Jesus said he gave you power. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. But if you don't believe that the Bible is real. You know, because it's a white man's religion. Oh, because, you know, men have tampered with it over the years. Then guess what? You will not walk in power because what you perceive as faith. It ain't even faith the size of a mustard seed. It is not. It is not. Okay. Yeah, and that doesn't mean, and see, it rains on the just and the unjust. So a lot of times people will see God do good things in their lives. And so they'll think like they have a closer relationship with, with the Lord than they do. But that's not the case. God is just good. You his child, he'll see you going through stuff and he'll help you. But it doesn't mean that you necessarily had the faith, so to speak, to get that. He was just being good to you, right? Listen, if you don't believe that the Bible is the accurate word of God, you have been tricked, you have been deceived, right? And he set things in motion to jack you up. Like I said about the woman Turing candidate, he's trained these people, they have their identity, what they believe to be true, and they're just out there. But they're not out there to get the men of the world. They're out there to get the men of God. The men that are doing it are out there to get the women of God. These traps are laid for the Christian. It's He has the world already. So you have to understand if and when you see a demonic trap, then you know it was not meant for everybody else because they already belong to Satan. But if you don't even believe that, then it's like, you know what? There's certain pieces of truth that you you just keep rejecting and you you've got to stop rejecting that. This is this is a war. Right. And, and evil is going to get more and more and more prevalent upon this world. And you just can't sit around and be like, gee, I wonder why it's so evil. I wonder why it's so bad. Mm. You know why it's so evil and you know why it's so bad, but you don't want to be oh so spiritual and just be like, well, the Bible did. Your hands are tied and who tied them? You tied them. Untie your hands. OK, untie your mind. Untie your spirit. Go to the Lord and repent. OK, go to the Lord and repent. No one playing around. This is real. This is real. This is real. Okay, so there we have it. And as Holy Spirit is often want to do, he just reminded me, you did not read in the scripture about boldness. Thank you, Master. 
<laughs> and here we go. Okay, so thank you, Holy Spirit. Ephesians 6. You know, I'm going to read this. Hold on a second. I'll start Ephesians 6, verse 16. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. I'm going to stop right there. Remember, flaming darts of, of Satan, it registers as a thought in your mind. These ideologies, right? So again, if you don't believe that the Bible really is true, where it says, take up your shield of faith. And I said, you think that you, you have this faith because you see God do stuff. It's not really faith. It's just God's goodness towards you. That's what it is. You're really not walking in faith and you can't walk in faith because you don't believe that the Bible is the word of God. You believe the false narrative set in play by Satan to cripple you, to enslave you, or at the very least, take your power. Thus, you have no power and you don't realize it because you believed a lie. And if you can't, it's like A plus B equals C. If you don't believe that, it's like you starting at A. Your premise is all off. With logic, they say, check your premise, right? You go through your logic and something's off with your logic. What do you do? Check your premise. Go all the way back to the beginning. Check your premise. In other words, your foundation is wrong, man. It's all jacked up. That's how your equation got all jacked up. Go back to the beginning and look. Okay, why don't you have power in your life? And you have to be bold enough to even look at yourself and be like, hey, is this me? I I've seen God do stuff. Yeah. And again, that's God's goodness to you. But do you believe that the Bible really is the word of God? Or are you one of these people that believe, no, the Bible is a white man's thing? No, you know, Christianity is a white man's thing. Oh, the Bible was tampered with by men. It's not accurate. I make my own interpretation of it. Gotcha. He's got you. It's like in those movies where you see people walking through the jungle and they step, they step on a twig or something, and there was a trap there, and a net just springs up. Whoop! It just it just picks you up off the ground and you're hanging suspended in the air in this net. That's what happens spiritually. The lie came to you. Christianity is a white man's religion. You stepped in a trap. Boop, just took you up. Right? That's how they got Muhammad Ali. That's what he never would go back. Right? And that came during a time of great social injustice. And, you know, he what the Muslims were showing him was very powerful. Right? He, he was empowered as a black man. Right? He he stepped into that trap. Boom. Got him. He never got out that trap. Right? Oh, the Bible has been tampered with by men. Bloop, got you. Just bloop, it just took you right up. And you're still in the trap today. But you don't realize it. That's why these words, this message, it just keeps coming back, right? God's not having me talk about this one and done. No, he keeps having me talk about this because there are many of you listening that are bound and you don't realize you're bound. That's how the devil does it. If you could see it in the spirit, You'd be like, oh, snap, I'm in a trap. You fight against it. But because you don't see the trap and because you don't even believe that the trap is there or that you could possibly fall into it, you're not going to fight back against it. You just won't. So you'll stay in that trap your entire life. Doesn't mean you won't go to heaven. 
but it does mean that there's many things that you could have done and should have done, but did not do. And when you get to heaven, the Lord's going to ask you like, hey, why did you not believe the Bible? Why did you not believe my word was true? Why, why did you believe those things? Here's all the things that I call for you to do. You didn't do those things, my child. And again, it doesn't. I'm not saying you're going to go to hell. It doesn't mean that, right? But there are things that you're missing out on. If this is you, if you, if you have this mindset, one or even both of them, Christianity, Christianity is a white man's religion and or the Bible has been tampered by man over the years. So you can't possibly believe it. If you're hearing this and you have one or both of these beliefs, you are in the trap. He got you and you ain't walking in power. You might think you are. I'm telling you, you're not walking in power. You can't walk in the power of Christ and not believe the word of God. And Jesus is the word of God. So if you don't believe the Bible, then mm, I mean, you believe that Jesus is God, but you're not walking in power. You can't. You're not even walking in faith. So anyway, going back to the scripture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's so faithful in all circumstances. In all circumstances, no matter what's coming out about COVID, no matter what's going on about the weak Biden administration or whatever country you're in, or all of these things, the wars and the rumors of wars and the diverse earthquakes in various places, man, no matter what, in all circumstances, this is the word of God here. In all circumstances, what does it tell you to do? Take up the shield of faith. Good God. That's what it's telling you. That's your immediate response. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me. Here we go. That words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So again, Ephesians 6, 16 through 20, right? That's Paul. Paul was praying that God would give him boldness, boldness to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which he was an ambassador in chains. So see, when you say things contrary and we're coming to a close here, when you're saying things that are contrary to Satan's world or global narrative, in a sense, you are now an ambassador in chains, right? You're not a popular person anymore. They might call you, you're a hateful person. You're a hater. You hater, right? Just hating on us, right? Telling homosexuals that we're going to go to hell and we can't do what we want. You're just a hater, right? Who says Christianity is the only religion? That's not true. It, it can possibly be the only religion. That's not possible, right? You're deceived, right? So you're going to be an ambassador in chains, so to speak, Right? You ain't going to be in, in high demand. They're they, they not going to want to hear from you. Oh, well, too bad. So sad. 
Jesus said it happened to him first, right? The servant is not greater than the master. If they hated him, guess what? They gonna hate you too. So we just can't keep tiptoeing around this thing because, oh, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to say this and I don't want to say that on social media, right? I, I, let me tiptoe around these, uh, these landmines here because I know good and well when I bring up the name of Christ Jesus, that thing's gonna blow up on my face. It's going to blow up or there's the potential I could get some backlash. So I'm just going to tiptoe around that. I'm going to make nice little positive statements about God that every, you know, it, it, it feel good statements like Joe Osteen statements, feel good statements, right? Jesus didn't do that. So if you somebody that you like to listen to Joe Osteen, hey, who doesn't love old Joe Osteen, right? He's, he's the most lovable guy in the world, right? He's a friendly guy. You want to love that guy. But his doctrine is off. Every, every, it's all sugary frost, frosting on a cake. It's all ice cream, right? That his doctrine is off. So if you're somebody even that's listening to Joe Osteen, like I said, I can I can tell from people the words that's coming out of their mouths or the teachers that they follow and listen to. If you're listening to Joe Osteen, I'm or TD Jakes, right? TD Jakes, I mean, he's got an amazing gift, but his doctrine is off. But we ain't gonna go there, right? Because I know y'all. I love my TD Jakes. Uh, okay, okay. He is off though. He's off track. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. He's reminding me of something. Okay. Joe Olsting is off. If you follow Joe Olsting, he's off track, right? His words have no substance. It's just coming to make you feel good. Just do a quick comparison in the Bible. Jesus did not do that. Jesus just didn't say things that made people happy. And in fact, many, many times people was hopping mad about Jesus. They was mad about him, right? They were mad. So um, Holy Spirit, what was that thing you just reminded me of? Mm, oh man, I hate when this happens. I'm so sorry. Um, it's important too. Bear with me a second. Give me a second, guys. The doctrines, right? So yeah, remember. Oh God, what was it? It, it literally just flashed into my mind. I was like, oh, I wanted to go back to that. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, Holy Spirit, what is that? Not Mormonism. The doctrines, the doctrines, the doctrines. Okay, so just you have to remember that a lot of these doctrines are not it's it's not it's not christian doctrines they're not christian doctrines right so you just can't uh you just can't roll over with that and be like yeah everybody is saying this is a christian doctrine you know you have to be bold right you have to be bold and just tell people and still this is not i know this is not the thing he just reminded me of and i guess i'm feeling pressure because it's like ah lord i want to i want to finish this message for the people and I don't want them waiting too long. I'm not trying to put that on y'all, but oh man, I'm, I'll just come back in another message then, okay? Because I'm not, I'm not getting what it is. But anyway, please remember, okay? Playtime is over. God is calling you out, right? It's time to fight the good fight. It's time to stand boldly in the truth and proclaim that Jesus is Lord, say what you need to say, right? Like Paul just said, pray for him, pray for him that he would have boldness, that he would speak as he ought, 
ask God for boldness. Okay. Ask him for boldness. And then you go and you say what you need to say, what Holy Spirit leads you to say. And that's it. It's not for you to try and make somebody believe. That's Holy Spirit's job. It's not your job. Okay. That's not your job. You, you plant the seed and that's it. He might bring you back later at a time to water the seed or plant another seed, or he may not. You may not have access to that person ever again. Okay. But you did what he called you to do, you know, and that's just that. Okay. So anyway, there it is. There's a message. So I love you guys with the love of the Lord, right? Please, please, please be bold for Christ. I always put on social media, be bold as a lion, be bold as a lion for Christ. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you. Okay. That's it. Always remember to submit yourself unto God first, right? Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.